Satnam, beautiful Sovereign Women, Satnam, and welcome back to the Sovereign Women Movement podcast, where it is our mission to transmute and disrupt all ancestral karmic patterns of emotional pain with my AVI method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and A Course in Miracles Spiritual Psychotherapy. And today I'm thrilled and excited to share with you a story that's not just inspiring, but a real life example of profound transformation. Today's podcast episode is about a journey from the depths of uncertainty to a place of powerful healing, self-discovery, and sovereignty. This story belongs to one of uh, my clients, which in my work, it's a bittersweet type of work because when my clients do graduate from the academy, because there's always that graduation point, as much as I feel sad that they graduate, there's a part of me that feels like a very proud, happy mother, seeing these beautiful goddesses spread their wings and fly like the eagles that they are. So I feel excited and honored for them, while at the same time sad that that they're concluding their time or in graduation with the academy. And particularly with this particular woman who I'm sharing her story today, this was definitely the case because she was somebody who, who I just intimately still consider an amazing friend and amazing soul. And I'm just really, really excited with what life has in store for her now that she's done so many, so much of this inner work. She eventually ended up breaking through some pretty amazing barriers that many women face. And she embraced this path that led her ultimately to the life that she lives now, which she never thought possible. So if you're ready to hear how surrendering to your inner journey changes everything and trusting in not traditional methods of healing, then you're going to like this story. So let's uncover the story. Now, this is really, really important. You know, what we're talking about today, the reason I'm sharing her story is because we witness a lot of incredible journeys of transformation inside of the Sovereign Women Academy. And this particular client is a, is a prime example of that. And it is about moving beyond traditional healing methods to find something that, that touches the soul at a much deeper level that gets to the root cause of the problems that we are all undergoing. It's something that actually resonates to the core of our being because that's what these teachings are. It's like you're not learning, you're remembering because these are engraved, beautiful teachings that we not only have experienced probably in past lifetimes, but that our ancestors have experienced as well. Those that could go on that journey of self-healing. And it's important for us to also be open-minded and to trust when our soul is telling us to do something, even if it's something that we've never tried before. And this particular client of mine represents this to a level that I can't even explain to you. Now, this is what my client sent to me recently that really just made me really, really happy. And she says, the best decision I ever made was to get out of my own way and to surrender, to surrender to the fact that my soul needed to heal. Traditional therapy did not help. I knew deep down something else was out there to show me the way. And then you showed up. I saw an angel from God. This community has changed my life, my relationships, my future. Thank you for following your path. It is your path that is clearing the way for others. Beautiful, beautiful testament. And the whole thing about 
this particular client of mine's experience is that there's so much richness and wisdom in what she says, which I'll break down to you. But when she came to the academy, you know, she came from just ending a, a marriage that was not working out for her. It was very karmic. And that was the whole thing that I was explaining to you all about uh, toxic relationship patterns from yesterday's podcast episode. If you missed it, go check it out because that's one of the most common patterns that we as women override, ignore, and we don't end up disrupting. But particularly, there are women that come to my academy that come with situations and relationships that are very daunting. And healing may look like divorce, while for others, healing might look like the healing of the marriage or the relationship, which is what ended up happening with me. But for many of us, the disruption of patterns has to be to end the cycle and to actually leave a relationship that is dysfunctional or where perhaps the other person is not willing to do the inner work. And it's not because they're dumber or worse than you or whatever. It's because maybe their own karmic imprints, maybe their own uh, pain is so heavy that in this lifetime, they're just not aligned with that type of healing. And this is why if the woman embarks on the healing journey and the man does not support her or at least gravitate towards that, if instead he's triggered by it and sees it as a enemy, because they will if they are still caught up in their own narcissism and childhood traumas, right? Then it's impossible. It takes that person's willingness to also want the healing and to also want to move to a higher, more evolved state of consciousness as it relates to the relationship. And many of our grandmas, think about that. Our I have grandmas, my grandmas, I know that they couldn't leave their husbands they couldn't leave their partners because especially like my grandma in the 1930s and the 1940s you know like divorce was unheard of so many of our grandmas like had to put up with many things that they could not stand up against like abuse physical emotional abuse my grandma was somebody who fought hard because when she found out that grandpa was having an affair with another woman you know, she was like, she didn't stay quiet. Most women back then stayed quiet. She would stand up to grandpa and tell him, hey, what the hell are you doing? And all these different things, which is why she also carried so much rage after it happened. Now, this is not the situation for my particular client, not the details at all, but the relationship that she was in basically ended and she ended up getting a divorce. And the problem with that was that not that the relationship ended and not that the divorce ended or it ended in divorce. That wasn't the problem because again, she took her power and ended up making a decision that was very important, not only for herself, but for her children. The problem was that even though it was the right decision for her, she had a lot of guilt as a mother, as a daughter. She just had never planned on getting a divorce. She had been married for a long time. And it wasn't really something that she saw a lot like in her parents, right? Because her parents were still married. So even though not any, not particularly someone was talking shit to her about the divorce or maybe talking bad about her. Although I will say that if you feel guilty about something, you're going to attract and align with people that are going to call you out on it. And they're not calling you out on it because, you know, you're unlucky. It's because your energy, your guilt is literally magnifying to you those things those people that will 
basically open up the wound even more. So the only thing that we can do, because guilt is the only emotion that is the false flag, the biggest representation of not God speaking to you, but your ego, which is your programming. I'm not saying that we have to be narcissists and not have, you know, feelings for when we go unconscious or make mistakes, but guilt is literally emotion that's saying your soul and God and you are not in in agreement. There's some kind of disagreement here because everything happens for a reason. And if we can do the healing work to come back home to ourselves, we can shift our perceptions about what it is that occurred and especially stop blaming and, and start to look for solutions. So she had a lot of guilt because even though she wanted her marriage to work, she wanted everything to turn out well, that's not what had ended up happening. So when she came to the academy, she had already gone through the divorce. Now, through the academy, she was very committed, very disciplined, gave it her all. I mean, like this woman just was remarkable. And the thing about it is that she had tried traditional therapy and this was brand new to her. She had never practiced Kundalini yoga meditation. She had never practiced A Course in Miracles spiritual psychotherapy. She had heard of it, but she had never actually like integrated it. And yet when she came to us, like, the first week, like she was just all in and she was committed and disciplined and did the work. And, you know, she would share with us and she became a very wise voice in our community because not only was she sharing her experiences, but she started to become an incredible, powerful life force energy in her family lineage. She would share so many stories about ways that she intervened or ways God put her in the middle of family discussions or family deaths, transitions, all these different heavy parts of the human experience that it was almost like she, because she chose to heal herself and break the cycle, she was like appointed as like the family lead to to help and to assist many others in their own healing journey. And, And she inspired a lot of her family. You know, many, she would share how her family would contact her and say, oh, what is it that you're doing? What's this whole thing, meditation? People that she never thought, you know, would be interested or would, would ask about. And so she, she became an incredible influence, a positive influence in her family. But the thing, the most beautiful thing that happened in her journey was that she ended up reconnecting with the, with her uh, high school boyfriend. And actually she, I think, I believe she ended up, uh, when she was with him in high school, they were, they only dated like once or twice. It wasn't like a long-term relationship, right? And then she lost track of him, but then they reconnected and she ended up uh, moving in with him. And remember, if you're carrying in a lot, you're carrying a lot of guilt, especially because of a relationship that, you know, ended, you're going to block other relationships from coming. You know, you're going to care what people say. You're going to feel like perhaps that other person is just going to be the same, you know, replication of your ex. You know, your, your guilt is very, very tricky because it blocks you from allowing yourself to receive. And so as she worked through all of her guilt, I saw her flourish in so many ways. I saw her relationship with that once beautiful um, high school love that she had start to flourish in such beautiful ways. She really just became so free and liberated in the way she was living, in her abundance, in her workflow, like she just started to really take her power back in all areas of her life. 
And she worked with me longer than a year. She stayed in the academy for longer than a year. And she was part of my other community as well. Satori, uh, Vitality and Spirituality. So she started in Satori and then upgraded into the group coaching program, the academy. So she had worked with me for more than two years. And during those years, I just totally saw this incredible metamorphosis and butterfly evolve from this caterpillar to the point where in the last few months, her significant other, her partner from high school, ended up proposing to her. And she tells us how, first of all, without her healing journey, she doesn't even think that the proposal would have happened because she had so much guilt in her that she literally was creating these barriers from this beautiful relationship to blossom. Second, even if she if she would have done the healing work and even if he would have proposed, she would have cared too much about what people said. I mean, it has been years since she's been divorced. It wasn't like a, a year and then she went into the other relationship. She was cognizant and she was aware and she was scared. She didn't want to, you know, get into another relationship or into marriage or anything like that. She didn't expect any of that. So when the proposal actually occurred, not only did she feel worthy of saying yes, but she knows that she co-created that because of the healing that occurred so she shared with us how much this journey has not only allowed her to release her guilt and become a beacon of hope and light in her family but also come into union with this beautiful twin flame because if any of you know anything about twin flame stories you know that the twin flame story starts as coming together being together with your significant other who is literally your soulmate your your half of your other soul right and and there's always turbulence and even a separation stage and then there's the coming back home into union and that's exactly what happened to her and it's exactly what happened to me she just needed to come into union with the right soulmate with the right individual and even her ex it's not like she has harboring resentment against him or anything like that in fact that was one of the other things that started to happen she started to seek healing between her and her ex, where they could be, you know, in the same room with the children, which ultimately everybody wins there, right? But it wasn't just necessarily that. It was just the fact that she no longer blocked herself from allowing herself to receive the beautiful, worthy, or the beautiful love that she was worthy of receiving. And as women, especially, we've been in a very um, chaotic, difficult relationship and we end it, you know how hard that is for a woman to do, especially if you've been married for a long time and to, you know, not give up because to try so many different things and nothing working, it's difficult. And it's difficult, not only that, but it's difficult, especially for a sovereign woman like her to allow love back into her life. I mean, she wasn't someone who was going from relationship to relationship and she wasn't even looking for another relationship. But that whole thing about her frequency, right? changing and and now aligning to her truth was bringing her not the replica of her ex but it was bringing her a conscious beautiful relationship where she could be herself where she had a voice where she was able to be seen and and see her partner through these these eyes of love right and so it was a beautiful transformative journey and for that to occur many things had to happen first you know just like her testimonial says it says so much there's so much wisdom because first she had to acknowledge the need for healing she had to give herself permission to heal she knew she carried a lot of guilt and so many other things from 
the generations and from um, childhood. But she had tried traditional therapy. That was one way of giving herself permission to heal. It didn't work, but she didn't give up because her soul said, I know there's something out there. And literally, this is a story she tells me because this is um, how she found me. She found me on Instagram. And she said, one day, she said, you know, I need healing. And, and something's out there that's going to help me. And that's when I started to come into her life. So see, once you give yourself permission to heal, it's like God makes it all possible. Like you, it's not the money. It's not the time. It's not your past. It's literally that you have not asked or given yourself permission to heal. That's really what it's all about. So first she had to do some major acknowledgement that, yep, you know what? I actually do need to heal. The second thing about that is that she had to surrender and she had to surrender to opening up to choosing an alternative path that she had never tried before. You know, she's never tried Kundalini yoga meditation, never really fully vested herself in of course, miracle spiritual psychotherapy like we did. She had to trust the process. She had to do things that were out of her comfort zone. She had to show up. She had to be vulnerable. That was another big part of the thing. And all of that, and what it started to happen is it started to open her up to her true essence, to being the leader that she truly is, because that's all I see her as. An incredible leader in our communities. She's one of the founding members, so she'll never fully, you know, she'll always be fully part of, of who we are. But she, she, she sprouted into this beautiful flower that leaves this beautiful fragrance where others feel comfortable to be themselves. And I'm telling you this because that's how she made me feel, you know, just being around. And she still does because we're still in contact, of course. But she's an incredible soul that, like a yogi, leaves a place better instead of worse. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. So she started to engage in these holistic approaches, right? Integrating Kundalini Yoga therapy, integrating, of course, miracle spiritual psychotherapy in community setting to help her with accountability, to help her with support. And also ultimately, she was the one that was helping us because of all the things that she was sharing that were transforming in her life, which gave so much hope to all the other women that were coming in as brand new students who also shared such a similar story with her. So like many women, this particular client of mine, she faced a ton of challenges. She faced skepticism. She even faced her family member judging her for doing the things that she was doing or saying, what are you doing? Like, just kind of like, are you weird? You know, just the way it happened with me. She faced a lot of unknown. And there was so much that she had to overcome to get to this crucial part of the journey where she's now able to share this testament, where she's saying that not only has this work healed her past and present, but it has completely revolutionized her future. And I see it in every day of her life because of the things that she's doing. And I can't wait till she um, continues to share more because I know that she's going through a bigger metamorphosis right now. So particularly this sovereign woman's story really illustrates the importance of a mindset shift about being able to transition from doubt to trust from resistance to acceptance and believing in a path that aligns with deeper spiritual needs, something that her soul was craving. So if you yourself are encountering obstacles, I want you to reflect in your healing process. I want you to remember this beautiful sovereign woman's courage. I want you to reflect on her journey. And I want you to ask yourself, are you allowing yourself to truly explore and embrace new methods of healing?
be honest with yourself. We're in 2023 and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting results. This is especially true when it comes to healing, especially mental health, and especially disrupting ancestral karmic patterns of emotional pain, which there are no shortcuts, there are no magic pills, and there are definitely no ways that you can just all of a sudden jump over all of the inner work that needs to be done. So your task today is to contemplate your own path. Are you in tune with your soul's deeper needs? If this sovereign woman's story speaks to you, I invite you to consider the possibilities that also await you on a very similar journey. Now, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing this message with other beautiful women. We are fostering and building a community of sovereign women that together are disrupting ancestral karmic patterns of emotional pain so we can forge a new legacy for ourselves and for our lineage. Thank you for you. And I'm glad, and I'll be glad to share with you more information about ancestral healing as I return tomorrow to disrupt the ancestral karmic path. Take care. I love you all dearly, and I'll see you soon.